0: w b n e
1: howdy yokes before we get started today we just want to let you know that this episode of bacon and eggs is brought to you by our merch store look at that we got new bacon and eggs t-shirts in all sorts of new colors all sorts of new styles you can also get like stickers that's what a sticker does you slap it on something you can get notebooks i've got this wb and e notebook right how handy are they love oh my god the most handy dandy we've got a deal with nickelodeon where steve (sighs) i don't remember the new guy's name is going to be using them moving forward uh we've got all sorts of really cool new merch stuff and you can check it out there's a link in the description there's all sorts of really cool stuff and it's on t public so uh i think their prices are a little too fair a little too good a little uh too competitive but I don't get to control them. So be sure to buy all the stuff. But yeah, that's what this episode is brought to you by. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for wearing our merch. It's a great way to tell your friends because they'll be like, why is there a movie reel and the word bacon and eggs? And you'll be like, actually, look, it's eggs around the reel and then bacon coming off of it. Uh-huh. Huh? Huh? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah uh so yeah thank you so much and uh we'll now we'll get on with the episode howdy yokes and welcome back to bacon and eggs i'm tyler carlin and i'm Ethan Ed chill and today we're meeting men for the first time or maybe we're just ending the war so claim the god killer and become a god because today we're bringing you wonder woman
2: Man, the, the theme music is especially fitting now that we're back into superhero music or movies.
1: I, I know. Oh, it's I love our theme music. We are joined this week by we none other guessed. than we got a guest by none other than the host of Unsobered, a podcast about badass women in history and literature, Julia Kendall herself, former Bacon and Eggs guest, the Titanic Stan, the Titanic, if you will. Welcome. Back to Bacon and I That was my high
2: school nickname, by the way.
1: The Titanic. <laughs> is mine that because you stand me?
0: Yeah. Mine was a uh, gimpy fish, actually.
1: <laughs> I don't want to share mine because I'm really scared it's going to come back. And I just... What? I'm very scared to do that. <laughs>
0: what? Why in God's name did they call you gimpy fish? So, my freshman year, I... Well, I messed up my knee really bad. And, um... There was already somebody named Gimpy, like, nicknamed Gimpy for the same reason. So because I was a freshman, I was Gimpy Fish, and that followed me all four years. Not, like,
1: Gimpy Prime or Gimpy Two?
0: Nope. Gimpy Fish.
1: Gimpy Fish. That's, I feel like, that's a great thing that we should do for, like, mathematics, is, like, after A, B, and C, we go to A fish, B fish, C fish.
0: One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish? We could name hurricanes (laughs) like that. (laughs) We should stop. Oh my gosh. Random fact about hurricanes. Yeah, Um, let's go. Hurricanes with female names are more destructive because people don't take them as seriously. Huh. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a sad fact. That's a sad fact about society. Wonder Woman was directed by Patty Jenkins, came out June 2nd, 2017, which is 1374 days ago, had a $135 million budget. That's conjecture, it's between 120 and 150. I figured I'd split the difference like I'm baking a pizza. Uh it made $822.3 million worldwide. Got a 93% critic rating and an 83% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 76 on Metacritic. Ethan, do you have a professional negative review?
2: Uh, yeah, I've got a a review here from uh, Ryan Syrek of The Reader, Oklahoma... Nebraska's acronym being NE has never not thrown me off ever. Oklahoma, New England. Oklahoma, uh, Omaha, New England. Uh, yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, Ryan, Ryan Sarek, says, In her own movie, Wonder Woman has less lines of dialogue than her supporting love interest, expresses no personality, and doesn't really even save the day. D+. Plus.
1: I didn't know that about the dialogue. I don't know if that's, like, a true fact or just something you felt when I was watching the movie. But I, if that is true, I'm not surprised. Chris Pine's character is, like, really fast-talking and quippy, so it wouldn't surprise me too, too much. But if that's true, it didn't hinder my watching experience. <sighs>
2: yeah, I don't necessarily think that that is a, like... <laughs> Valid I mean it's Whether it's true or not I don't know if it's a valid Criticism uh it's not Necessarily all about who has the most lines In a movie um unless it's Martin Scorsese
1: Which this is isn't it's Patty Jenkins Julie, do you have comments on that review
0: I disagree <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think she's got a lot of personality I, I really like her character
0: I think like that's She just doesn't Have like what we would oh. mm. She doesn't have a personality that is conducive to men.
1: Yes, because she comes from a society of women. Yeah, uh, which I think was really well done. I review from Kendra James from Bitch Media. I'm only reading this because I get to say that because it's the name <laughs> of the publication. <laughs> I like uh, it. And Kendra says it is easily the best film in the DC Extended Universe thus far, but what does that mean when your yardstick is Man of Steel, Batman for Superman, and Suicide Squad? But she wrote that February 17th, 2021, so surely she knows that the Snyder Cut is coming and it's going to be garbage. That wasn't a particularly positive review
2: it wasn't no can you get us a real positive that was like a (laughs) that was like a lukewarm review at best can you get us a real positive
1: review so i think a lot of these are pretty lukewarm let me read jordan hoffman from the times of israel i don't know an israeli accent so i'm not gonna yeah i
2: would avoid that with a 10-foot pole
1: yeah uh he said jordan says amid stunning visuals well crafted action sequences and a decent plot gal-gadot's nuanced performance speaks volumes and that I actually do agree with because I think where this movie succeeds and fails is in the, honestly, the writing and the quality of acting performance between Gal Gadot and Chris Pine, who I think nail it, knock it out of the park, and almost everyone else who is like a Scooby-Doo side character.
0: I don't know. I really liked, um, oh my gosh, now I can't remember her name.
1: The secretary. The sec- I love the secretary. I feel bad because I can't remember her name either.
0: Is it Pat? Uh, I should
1: know this. Etta. Lucy Davis. Just going to say, I've got a uh, listener view here from
2: uh, Vinny. says, 100 out of 100, unmatched feeling, finally getting to see the character you spent your childhood dressed up as on the big screen. And that is so true for so
1: many people. And I think Wonder Woman is an interesting one because when we, when we talk about this in 2021 and we talk about the kids of today, like particularly young kids i think everything shifted in 2008 with our understanding of like who popular superheroes were It probably up to like 2015 i think superman wonder woman and batman were the names those were the household names when i was a kid spider-man maybe got thrown in but not iron man not i wouldn't Captain say America. that spider-man was thrown in i would say that spider-man was, was right up there
0: yeah, yeah but, I would say um, Spider-Man was right up there. I had a different childhood than you, but okay. <laughs>
1: who, who was popular when you were a kid?
0: Well, so I was a comic book person.
1: Oh, well, that's not the same then. And so
0: it's oh, not I the same. I thought you were going to say like, Bible said... Man or whatever.
2: <laughs> the PBS superhero wears the, the, the purple suit. I mean, there was <laughs> uh, Captain,
0: Captain Planet. Did Captain oh, Planet listen, was big. Captain listen, Planet. <laughs> Captain, we did.
2: Captain Planet would have knocked Thanos out in seconds. <laughs> I
0: mean, Absolutely. Earth, Wind,
2: Fire, Water, Heart... Boom, Boom out! If, that's uh, never that's never once been the debate because Captain Planet is too. Who's the most powerful Avenger? Captain Planet, <laughs> because he's five superheroes turned into Voltron. Like it's like
0: with the Power Rangers when they correct
1: yes. The Power Rangers probably also would have killed Thanos. <laughs> no, I think the Power Rangers would get wrecked by Thanos. I, to be I honest. also
0: think that nah. the Power Rangers didn't have any sort of they'd be all right power they had really? mechs they had like i
1: i mean there's so many iterations of power rangers though um but julia just, you had yeah. a different childhood who who would have been like your iconic comic book comic, comic book book. characters we're talking to somebody from new england now comic <laughs> book characters new
2: england.
1: <laughs> who lives in new england I live she's in, new, in england. new england right now <laughs> I can't comic speak book like characters
0: that. um so i grew up with captain america Miss um, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Which, if you didn't know, Monica Rambeau was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel. Um, yes, so I grew up. I with did know that Monica Rambeau is Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel, um, Wonder Woman, Superman. Uh, I never liked Batman. <laughs> Spider Man, obviously.
1: Yeah, Spider Man. Peter, still big.
0: the Peter Parker version of Spider Man, not any of the other ones.
2: I still but to like, this day have never liked Superman.
0: I also never liked Superman, but that was... So when I was growing up, one of the big... One of the really only superhero TV shows at the time was um, Lewis and Clark.
1: That's a good no? name for a superhero Lo- show. Lois
0: and Clark? That's... Yeah. Yeah. Lois and Clark. I was, Lois, I've and not Clark.
1: seen that, no. <laughs>
0: um, it... I don't think it did very well, but I enjoyed it it was like the precursor to like the cw or really more like supergirl pre-cw because it wasn't obviously marketed towards teenagers
1: uh we had uh teen titans was big so that like by proximity boosted batman's popularity and then in 2008 when i was 15 the dark knight came out uh and like just show the dark knight to a 15 year old boy in 2008 you you know i mean like That's the coolest thing ever, man. He's got a tank. Batman's got a tank.
2: Now, I don't know if I watched it in reruns or if it was something that was on when I was a kid, but I remember specifically watching, there was a Justice League cartoon that I watched constantly,
1: which is my uh, introduction to Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's got Marvin Martian and Hot Girl and uh, Superman, Batman, Flash, Green Arrow. I didn't really watch that one. I was bothered that they never took the costumes off. That Superheroes never took the
2: costumes off back then. I That's know, it
1: drove me crazy. Oh, I didn't like that. Uh, but I want to get into Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, zero out of one hundred, Julia.
0: Um, I'm gonna go with
1: an eighty-two. Huh, lower than I expected. Ethan's, I think, is the is the for whom the bell tolls here. I'm gonna go higher than Julia. Actually, I really enjoyed this. Uh, Eighty-six. <sighs> I know this is going to be bad. 59. Oh.
2: I do not like this movie very much. And I do, I do want to make it clear that, like, it is not Wonder Woman's fault that this movie doesn't hit. Like, it is not Gal Gadot's acting. It is not the portrayal of the character. It's not even the writing of the character. It's the writing of everybody else that doesn't do it for me. Uh, I truly do not like Chris Pine in almost anything, and this is no <laughs> exception.
1: Oh, I thought he was fantastic in this. I, I really, really liked his character.
0: He's... I really didn't care about him, which is fine, because the things that I noticed that made a difference to me personally are probably things that you wouldn't consciously notice. What do you mean? So, um, for example, the cost like, so there's this thing called the male gaze. And a lot of superhero movies, especially with women, have that, where they focus on certain areas of the woman's body. Uh-huh. This did not have that. And I greatly, like, there was not an abundance of cleavage. There was yeah. Not, like, things were covered and made sense. Like, her outfit wasn't skimpy for the sake of being skimpy. It made sense and it covered what needed to be covered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which... I, I did notice the only thing that I thought that they were a little gratuitous on, and I mean, the, the outfit sort of lends itself to this, mm-hmm. was was the legs. Like, yeah, even but... when she's stepping out into the trenches, there's like a four-second shot of, like, the back of her leg with her calf all flexed. and,
0: Yeah, and that um, made me very, like, that is a part of the body that I really liked. Yeah, I, I thought it was gorgeous I would, like, I would, Oh yeah, I would, yeah
1: There's no denying Gal Gadot's beauty <laughs>
0: She's <ever>. so pretty <laughs> right, yeah,
1: like, <laughs> We're not going to sit here and pretend now, That nobody noticed that right she's beautiful
2: <laughs> And they pointed out In the movie at some point
1: right.
0: Oh all the time they make yeah. that comment Multiple yeah. times to like
1: now, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong she's not very tall Right like She so I remember when, the, when She was first announced to play the character there was some Criticism that amazons were like particularly tall and she was particularly not but the she's difference in height ten. oh is she yeah. okay
2: i thought she was like she's five two height. like no she's like
1: no, no, she, five... <laughs> okay. yeah
2: I was, then, gonna, she's... I was gonna remark that they did an incredible job of making her appear this larger than life presence no she's my height because i thought i'd read so. somewhere that she was like five foot nothing and i was like that's incredible that is incredible
1: she's a tiny torso apparently <laughs> and legs for days <laughs>
0: That's actually like, so the way women's anatomy is, that is how our anatomy is. we have more legs than torso most of the time.
1: Right. Um So Ethan, I, I see your criticism here. Like we've got Wonder Woman and I'm surprised you didn't like Chris Pine's character because I thought he was really well done. I thought there was three characters that were well done in the whole thing. I thought it was uh, Wonder Woman, Chris Pine and Samir. I take that back. I liked all of the Amazons. I-, I liked that whole sequence.
2: I could not get into that at all. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was,
0: like, my favorite. That first 40 minutes was, like, I mean, that, and again, like, it's loved.
2: not for me at all. Like, I-, I don't know. I just, like, I could not get into those characters. I was waiting for the movie to start, kind of. hmm Was this your first time viewing it, Ethan? No. This is my second time seeing it. Okay. Uh, I I will say that it has not, like, soured at all between the the first two times. Like, I think it does. uh, If anything, I probably liked it more this time.
0: I think it's just also, it's a really important movie because, A, we get our first woman director of a superhero movie, which the fact that it took till 2017 is annoying, um, but also, you have your first really successful, uh, female superhero led movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is just shy of a billion dollars. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like,
0: like this was successful. It had pretty good reviews. It revived pretty,
1: bonkers good reviews 93%. Yeah.
0: It had, um, I'm sorry, my mind blinked. Um it has, <laughs> <Okay>. like <laughs> um, it did well and without that we don't get we don't get Captain Marvel. We don't get WandaVision, we don't get anything that comes in the future, I don't think personally. Um, because before this there hadn't been a successful woman led superhero well- movie.
1: Right. And I think a lot of the criticism when Captain Marvel first came out was, how does it stack up against Wonder Woman?
0: I have been getting into fights on TikTok <laughs> about this. Like, and,
1: and I don't think that's how we should be discussing it.
0: I, it's I think it should just be, how does
1: it stack up against superhero cinema? But
0: uh, even then people are anyway, but also like comparatively, unfortunately you have to compare it to the other DCEU movies.
1: Oh, it is are so much bad. better. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and this so I wasn't expecting it to be good. Not because I didn't want it to be good, but because like the other DC movies were <laughs> right, like, we're not good. <laughs> yeah, like I apparently just forgot Man of Steel existed when Batman v Superman came out because I was like, oh, that's a weird way to introduce Superman. <laughs> I remember
1: <laughs> that
0: Man of Steel had come and I had watched Man of Steel oh. like it wasn't like I didn't watch it that's
1: the one where Superman kills a guy yeah, yeah. like breaks his neck yeah. yeah
0: honestly I don't remember that part I'm just, <laughs> like I said the, I do not remember that movie I watched it don't remember it because of that and then it came out and people were giving it rave reviews and I loved so a lot of um, the Amazonian woman were like real life athletic women yeah. Like, there were CrossFitters, there were athletes, they were, there were strong women that were already strong and already prominent. Right. And that was like, I was like, oh, okay, one of my favorite athletes is in this movie.
1: Oh, I, I didn't realize that, like, the, not extras, so to speak, but, like, the other Amazon women were
0: mm-hmm.
1: anything but, I guess, no-name actors. No, I don't they think were, very much for extras.
0: <laughs> they were a lot of um, athletes. Um, like crossfitters, powerlifters. Right. Um, and it was really important to Patty Jenkins to have like strong women as the Amazonians. And I really appreciated that. So I knew that and I was like, okay. And then the reviews started coming out and they were positive. And I was like, okay, let me see. Cause I didn't see it in theaters. I waited till it came out because again, <laughs> DC movies weren't good. Right. And so I watched it. Um, like, in my bedroom at my parents' house over Christmas break on... I think I rented it. Uh, now it's on HBO Max, which is convenient.
1: <laughs> yeah. And but, and what um, I love about the Amazonian women, like Connie Nielsen and Robin Wright in this film look so athletic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, Robin and Wright I- could stab me and I'd be cool with it. You know what like, I mean?
0: That's the thing Tax- is they're, they're these athletic women. They're not the quote unquote, like pretty body types. And as somebody who is also an athletic woman who loves to powerlift, who loves to do CrossFit, who's a runner, like I appreciated that a lot more. I think then I would have otherwise, like if they were just pretty women and they were all gorgeous women.
1: Yeah, there's no denying that.
0: (laughs) No denying that. But the fact that their hair was messy, like, yeah, they had makeup on, whatever, but, like, their hair was messy. They had muscle. They were strong. Like, that is the type of person I want to be. And so that... But I... Yeah, I waited to see it because I was not expecting... I was... My expectations were on the floor, unfortunately, because of the universe in which it was put into.
1: Right. And I think i think they made a smart move by going back to world war one this to me views and i think in 2017 it was very easy to make this comparison as a negative but i think now with a little bit of context because the genre has grown so much uh this views very much like patty jenkins was attempting to emulate captain america first avenger and iron man I, mm.
0: I agree, and it's like so. The original storyline from the comics actually takes place in World War II, and I like that she made the decision to push it back to because she was one of the writers um, of the movie as well. Mm-hmm. She pushed it back to World War One, and I think that that made a huge difference because at the that time, yeah. <laughs> 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 chills like that that might be my favorite scene when she oh man the trench scene and she just like takes off her outfit or like you know her normal person outfit right and it's in her superhero outfit with her shield and like just oh man and the music because they have the wonder woman theme but it's like
2: man you could not have paid me to tell you that's where that tiktok sound comes from was this This that scene in this soundtrack, that like thing that it does there. Yeah, I was like, that's it, Wonder Woman that's, music.
0: Yeah, that's the Wonder Woman theme song. Yeah, <laughs> like from could the, not have could not have oh, paid me. I'm that like, was my favorite. Scene, that whole battle sequence, and I think that they. I don't. even, you said you didn't like the side characters um, as much, but I. I think for as little time as they had in the movie. They played an important no, role. No, I really
2: like those side characters. The, oh, those the side characters. Yeah, the, uh, whatever, the, like... Charlie the Chief and Samir. Yeah, the band of misfits that, that mm-hmm. Steve puts together. Because um, you see
0: the scene where, and I can't remember his name, the, the sniper. Charlie. A, yeah, oh yeah, Charlie. And where he wakes up in the, like, she wakes him up when he's having a nightmare. Um, Like, they called it shell shock back then, that's PTSD. Right. Um and like his hesitancy to shoot. I think that's an important message. Um, so I've, I've seen some,
1: seen some criticisms on Charlie's character that like, why do we keep insisting this character with PTSD be sent to war? And I agreed with those criticisms going into this second viewing because I hadn't seen it since 2017, 2018. Uh, but when i watched it like he doesn't fire a shot i think the whole movie maybe at the beginning of their fighting but after he has that episode i don't think he fires a shot he's basically all lookout and Mm -hmm. i mean i don't i don't think we should send people with severe ptsd into war that's not what I'm advocating for. But when they say like, you need to stay with us, who else is going to sing for us? I do think that that is like an important inclusive moment.
0: I think it's important. And also you have to remember, especially World War I, um, World War II, Vietnam, even uh, the Gulf War, we didn't know much about PTSD. And it hasn't been until pretty recently that PTSD has been taken seriously mm-hmm. especially by the military um, which is unfortunate but that PTSD didn't exist i mean it did but like clinically it didn't exist back then right and so he would have been sent back in unfortunately like this was the the war to end all wars uh, right. i think you
2: make the argument he still be sent back in
0: <laughs> i mean you, you do, but, um, they're trying, I mean, it's a complicated issue that I don't know that we really need to get into, but no, yeah. we can. That's, that's, <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I'm not here to talk um, about the, uh, questionable practices of the United States
1: military at all. Like that's not the point here. <laughs> I I do think it was a bonkers claim that Patty Jenkins made that Ares, the God of war, the ultimate bad guy worked for. The Allied forces, or whatever we called ourselves in World War uh, One. No, Honestly, I think that's so interesting, though, because I do think that that is like a. It's part
2: of why it works so much well that, or much better that they were in World War One instead of World War Two, mm-hmm. and, and, and if,
1: if you yeah, because if you said like uh, British when, leadership see, in World War Two, yeah, well, Churchill like, un- was <laughs> was like the God of Death.
2: <laughs> yes, Kaiser Wilhelm and whatever those guys did, Otto von Bismarck did horrible things, right? But they were like pre. Satan himself, horrible things.
0: Well, war, and like World War
2: One was I, such a straightforward war. It's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna fight in the line and dig a ditch, and we're gonna fight the enemy, and everything's gonna be great. It's the Great War, the last war, the one end all wars.
0: Yeah, well, and then the, I like that she brought, I I guess like isn't the right word. I'm a history nerd. I love history. Um, the gas portion very accurate, and gas wasn't used as much in World War Two because of how it was used in World War One. Because even um, Hitler himself thought it was too much to use on soldiers. I'm saying soldiers specifically. I yeah, know what he, happened in World War II. He wasn't opposed to gas. He wasn't opposed to gas, but he was opposed to it during warfare. Right. Um, because he'd been hit with mustard gas. And he was like, that's not cool. <laughs> no,
1: it's not. Yeah. Hitler, it's not cool. It's not cool. Hey, bud. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but like, it Don't was gas so- people. Correct. That is now considered police. a
2: war crime. Uh yeah. In, in, unless it's a law enforcement <laughs> tactic.
0: Well, so that mm, it, so that doesn't technically qualify as a war crime because you're doing it against your own people, according oh, to the Geneva God. Convention. We've gotten to a lot of those arguments.
1: I have to go back to Geneva. It sounds. Mm, like.
0: I'm not getting cool. into it again
2: this week. I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it again this week. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Uh, it's the bad guy, well, yeah, well, Ares. World War 1 is so interesting himself. in this movie because... Because it's not well, interesting any time like, else.
0: Which is unfortunate because World War 1 is actually very interesting. Um, just in a historical perspective. And this was really the first, like, big World War 1 movie it's not
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know anything about World War One. Were we the Allied forces, or was that a World War Two thing? Like, even that, I don't know. Uh,
0: I think, like, retrospectively, we called ourselves. Like, it wasn't at World War Two was definitely World War Two is more popular because there were picture, like, there were pictures and videos and right. Um, but like World War One was important and it was terrible um and they're like it's very interesting and it was very useless and it what, we, what were we fighting over in world war one okay so fernadan fernadan that's not how you say his name fernadan Ferdinand. that's the word um the archduke of something Yeah, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, Austria-Hungary uh, was assassinated, okay. and that started World War One. So the way that like wars, but really that's worked, like what we were
1: fighting. I mean, was it like we didn't agree with their political ideology? So it had to like, do
0: with alliances, really. So Austria-Hungary was then at war with. I can't remember what it. It just it was a mess because. It had never really, this had never happened before. You never had a full range war between all these countries and it had right. to do with allies. And it was, it was a pointless war. Um, I mean, I think all wars are pointless, but. Well, yeah. But like it really, it really was just pointless and it caused so much destruction, so much so that nobody could imagine that there would be a World War II Right because it wasn't called world it was it was called the right, war I mean, to yeah. end all wars the great war which they mentioned in this movie which I appreciated because <laughs> that's how it was and Ares is normally the big bad for Wonder Woman it's either Ares or Mars depending on which season of the comics you're looking at which they're not the same god but they're very similar gods one's roman one's greek and there are similarities and differences between those mythos, um, but yeah, no, I think it was going into it and knowing who is the bad guy this time made like made me watch it more. <laughs> when I was watching the first time, I was like, "Oh, Remus Lupin can't be the bad guy." Nobody can. he can. <laughs> oh, but he can.
1: People, be, uh, people have an issue with that. I thought he like I thought the oh, reveal was he, a little silly, but I thought he did fine.
0: Uh, oh no, I think he did. I thought he did fine. Ethan disagrees. I do. Which I do. Is fine. I think he
1: was a horrible choice for that role. I, th- I I thought he was horrible until they do a shot, and it was probably a body swap or something. They do a shot where he's like naked, and it's from above, and he's like sitting down, and he's straight up jacked. And I was like, I'm in. I buy it.
2: And they put the armor on him, and he turns into to Wonder Woman version of Bane.
1: Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Just like that, I but... don't
2: understand why you'd want to fight me at all. I'm what the will god break of war. first?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do. So what is the implication here, right? Wonder Woman kills Ares. Does that mean there's no World War II? No.
0: Because it so was like, the
1: war to end all wars, right?
0: Well, so like with in this universe, so because she says that Ares brings up the point in the final battle that men will do this anyway because they have these tendencies. They will do this. Yada, yada, yada.
1: Oh, but he says that, but he's also like, but I've been feeding them the ideas.
0: Yeah, he has. I've Um, been
1: inceptioning them. See,
0: So the thing that I don't... One of the things I don't like about this movie is that they killed off Ares because he's supposed to be Wonder Woman's Joker, right? Like, he is her bad guy. Um, so, without him, like a lot of the storylines that they can base Wonder Woman on kind of go out the window, which is another reason why I think uh, Wonder Woman 1984 didn't do as well, besides Zack Snyder having more involvement. And in, um, I have feelings about Zack Snyder as a person. They're are we going to just- see
1: Justice League? As, like, are we going to, like, are, will you sit down and watch it? Tell me the truth.
0: The Snyder Cut.
1: Yeah. No. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell. I, I think I'm going to end up watching it.
0: Why? Because the, the pop culture man. Okay, but also, that's I'm looking. No, there's at our a cameras. reason why that stuff ended up on the cutting room floor. I know. Because I he mean. had a family
1: emergency. But he, Joss Whedon at the time. This is what drives me crazy. Like Joss Whedon just made the the Avengers. Not that Joss Whedon is perfect by any stretch. Let's not get that confused.
2: No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they could have picked somebody better from the Marvel canon to fix it. I think Jon Favreau might have been a better choice, it seems.
0: I wonder if Jon Favreau could have, though. Like, does he have some sort of contract with Marvel where he can't work with DC? I feel like that might it be He
2: does thing. now. I'm, I'm sure
1: he does at this <laughs> point, yeah. Uh, That's not with Marvel. It's with Star Wars. <laughs> it's with Disney.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, Disney. <laughs>
1: Kathleen Kennedy will kill him.
2: I think Kevin Feige would kill him too. It's <laughs> probably a group chat between the three of them, just like, "Hey, can I have can I have John this month?"
1: <laughs> Joint custody over John. Dude, we
0: have so much MCU content coming out this year. I'm so excited. So
1: it's every week.
0: It's every week. Although Disney Plus. I'm having issues with it and I'm mad about it. Apparently there's a glitch in Disney Plus because they just released Disney Stars, like the kids version. And so when I went to watch WandaVision on Friday, it told me I couldn't watch it because I wasn't allowed to on this profile. And I'm like, I am the profile owner! <laughs> I, am I am the am grown an adult. <laughs> I am an adult. I pay for this. I want to watch WandaVision.
2: Yeah, I'm glad they're not just letting 8-year-olds watch WandaVision though. That's...
0: I think all of the MCU is just like... Next from that, which made me really sad because I did go back and watch Age of Ultron. It's a
2: WandaVision. No, I mean I I, I jive with uh, needing parental consent to be to watch the MCU when you're eight.
0: No, that's totally fine. (laughs) Especially WandaVision. But I am a 29 year old adult. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I am almost. It's cool. I still
2: can't watch R rated movies on my PlayStation Two because it came with a freaking like child lock on it, and it's just undefeatable. I don't really
0: watch a lot of R-rated movies. Now that I think about it,
1: I don't watch any movies on my PlayStation Two.
2: Well, okay, well I did from two thousand one <laughs> to
1: uh, college.
0: No, not
2: till college. Till I got an Xbox three hundred and
1: sixty. Yeah.
0: Um, I've never owned a PlayStation
2: Two, so I, I still have it. It's in my game cabinet in my living room. Be careful um, not to put the blue back discs in it. Mine doesn't read blue discs. See, you're set. Yeah, it stopped doing that at some point, and it never recovered. Um, is that, yeah, that used to have to be a thing. I would go into GameStop and be like, hi, can I buy this game? Also, is it blue? Because if not, if it is, I can't. Uh, anyway, um, speaking of the color blue, the one thing that I, I hate more than anything about the DCEU...
0: Is the blue filter?
2: No, it's the freaking costumes. Okay, now, I'm not, I'm not advocating that we need to... Um, Put Wonder Woman in the steel bikini or whatever. Mm-hmm. I am advocating that the the suit needs to actually be colorful.
0: That's fair. Hers is
2: more colorful than Superman. Superman in the Snyder Cut is black. Yeah, and, and it's and it's bull. Okay, it was bull in this movie and it's bull in that movie. It's garbage. Okay, it's we. This is this was made in a like post. Guardians of Iron the Galaxy Man. World, okay? I get that it's not the MCU. This movie was made in a post-Guardians of the Galaxy world. Superhero movies are allowed to be fun to some ex- aspect, which I don't think this movie is fun at any point. This is I do. This is a slunk.
1: When, when, uh, when there is Amazon's, sl- like, just m- murking German soldiers on the beach in Themyscira, I was having a blast.
2: I, yeah, I guess I was just so sold out on that part at that point. <laughs> I see, was having like, so
1: much fun. But the rest of the I
0: movie is just, that. like, heavy. Yeah, I did like the... I, I see where you're coming from, Ethan. I don't disagree. Um, <sighs> anyway,
2: my, but my I only, liked, real quick, my only point here was that I just want the costumes to be co- fun and colorful. Because they're superheroes, okay? Like, yeah, but ba- Batman's the Dark Knight or whatever. I only work in black and very light gray. But, like... <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman are supposed to be, like, bright... But they're superheroes, for Christ's sake. Did you like Shazam's costume? Uh, yeah. I forgot Shazam existed, honestly. That was a movie we saw and reviewed,
0: it. and it just went... <laughs> out. Gone. Gone from the brain. I don't think I... I haven't seen that one. It's okay. Um, I did like the color contrast between um, the Amazonian world... Yes. ...and then the real world, because it was so... Like I'm looking at my new IMAX screen and it's like looking at my IMAX screen and then going to like
2: my Yeah, well the rest of the world iPad. just feels washed out cause it's not in yeah. <laughs> not in 5K retina. Yeah. Right. Oh um, yeah, that's that's literally my only complaint. I I don't want the suit to be skimpier or gross. I just want it to be red and Redder. blue.
0: <laughs> I did I really want it to be la- magical. Okay. So completely, almost completely veering off topic. <laughs> I love the scene where she's trying on clothes, like early 1900 clothes, and she's like, how do you fight in this? And then Patty, right? No, no, no that's Edda. the, Edda. Patty is the director. But then Edda yes. is like, oh, we fight with our wife. Like, she mentions that woman can't vote, and I was just like, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, that sucks, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That wasn't that long ago. I did
0: I did get very, she...
1: sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, like just that she brought up like that she would punch somebody for the vote but generally women don't fight i was like but then she comes out later with the wonder woman's sword and it's <laughs> just like quickly I
1: mean, quick dynamic character on that one where she she meets a powerful woman and immediately assumes her role of power which i, I think is good uh
0: i don't necessarily think she wasn't powerful before it was just different and she meets this woman who is so outwardly does not care about the societal norms of 1917 England because why would she right uh she doesn't even want to be in England that's fair
1: she wants to be in Belgium at the front Mm -hmm. the I do think so so they do, like, a pretty good job... I definitely noticed it much better, viewing number two, of explaining that she's not your average Amazon, and there's, like, all the comments from Themyscira being, like, she can never know what she is, which Mother knows best big time on uh, uh, Hippolyta there. Not a huge fan of, how, of her parenting style. I think I would have told her. Um,
0: I I don't... I mean, I'm not a parent, so... Um, And I'm definitely never going to be a parent to a demigod.
1: Yes, correct. So,
0: (laughs) I don't know that I have a say in this conversation, but... um, I I mean, I think that there is
1: this this implied conflict between Hippolyta and Antiope about Mm -hmm. how Diana should be, like, prepared for potential conflict. And I think I side with Antiope more.
0: I think I can... I can see both sides like I can see that her mom just wants to protect her and she's like no she's too young
1: well I think her mom is ignorant to the fact that like when Zeus said Ares will be back he was the dead serious and, that, and dead yeah
2: well Superman not knowing I he's a superhero is what kills Jonathan Kent so
0: oh yeah like I definitely think you should tell your kids like yeah you should probably hey, tell your kids superhero. they're
2: superheroes uh,
0: um this but is, like when do you do that is like I think the conflict that's coming up here is like well when do you tell when do you tell your kid that they're a demigod
1: I don't how many years pass between because my understanding is like <laughs> uh, we'll throw some absurd eon of time between Aries and then World War I like oh, age, yeah, age of the earth essentially long right how long has Diana been around That whole time? She must have been. Because at Ares's fall, Zeus gifts Diana to the Amazons. She's like zillions of years old. Well, age of man, we'll say like 50,000, 30,000.
0: Um, 800.
1: 800, 800,000? No,
0: just 800.
2: So she was born in 12, or 1100.
0: Yeah, which, I guess...
2: Yeah, the Norman invasion, <laughs> the fault of Ares.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's uh, sorry. That is in uh, Wonder Woman two. What? I'm hold on. I'm googling this. Well, we'll like
1: I mean, what's your point? She's here? old. She's old is okay. what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, basically nobody knows. Uh, Gal Gadot was like, oh, maybe she's about five thousand, and then Patty uh, Patty Jenkins um said she was about 800 at the time of the first wonder woman movie
1: you know who would know immediately offhand is if you were like hey john favreau how old is any character in your series he'd be like oh yeah i could tell you that you say that and then we get like
2: 21 years later or whatever.
1: In,
0: yeah, the timeline in the MCU is uh, interesting.
1: Well, now it's all hacked up. It's all confusing. They can make anything happen because there was like the flash forward, flash back, blip blah of de blah Nothing matters. How does Captain America change that when he went back? Oh, okay.
0: I don't think he did. Man, I... He could change anything! They can write um, anything! I dislike Captain America's ending in Endgame so much.
1: What, this like selfless man who was told by the love of his life to live his own life went back and just ignored that entirely?
0: Yes! It doesn't make sense to his character. Starts
1: rough, dies
2: rough, whatever.
0: it is what it is. I'm glad that...
2: You you know, everything comes full circle, right? Tony Stark's beginning was awesome. Steve Rogers' beginning was highly questionable. Uh, Tony Stark's ending was awesome. And Steve Rogers' ending was highly questionable. But it's
1: Steve's middle that's so
2: good. Uh, it was Steve's, like, 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 last 95%, like, like, the top 5% on that was good. Steve as a character prior to Avengers Endgame was a trash heap. You didn't like Civil War? I love. Civil War. No, I did not like Steve in Civil War.
0: How many more times do I need to say this? He's wrong. He's the asshole. He was so right. Oh, he is not wrong. Have you read? You can read the Sokovia Accords. They are not good. It doesn't...
1: (sighs) Have you seen WandaVision? Tyler Hayward. Governments have agendas. Okay? Steve was right? No he wasn't. Sword is bad. Shield was bad. Hydra was bad. bad. Steve's not bad. He is. He just he just has a blind spot for that one serial killer that's been hypnotized.
0: Well, so um, Bucky Barnes is actually not based on Bucky Barnes in the comics and um, he's based on a character named Archie can't remember his last name who um, upsettingly is uh, gay Bucky Barnes is actually bisexual in the or in the comics as well and uh, he had a crush on Steve Rogers and I'm sad that they did not elaborate on that in the movies but that's fine
1: we might get a little of that in Falcon and a Soldier Bucky have a little crush on Captain America
0: wouldn't that be the best? Yo. I would be so excited. But like also
2: I would love for them for Marvel's I'm, first gay character to be somebody I like.
0: Do you not like either of those characters?
2: Bucky No, I don't like Bucky Barnes at all.
0: is is he's the uh, worst He's the worst Peter, character
2: to
1: you. Is Peter Quill not like confirmed bisexual? I thought that was like part of his character.
0: He's definitely not straight because he's dating an alien. I feel like that disqualifies you from... He was dating from, an
1: alien. She doesn't remember him now.
0: That's true. But like I feel like that doesn't qualify you as being heterosexual. Because you're dating a different species.
1: Right. Like, she could have been made
0: of rocks.
2: I mean, the argument is that uh, it's still a problem until Marvel comes out and says it.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree with that. Which they just refuse to do. And I hate that. And I think it's stupid. But I've also gotten to arguments with uh, the comic book fanboys TMs on the TikTok. I
1: hate them. You get into so many arguments on TikTok. I I followed you recently. Which is like, I'm I'm all about it. No, fight. (laughs) But you know how like right when you first follow somebody who's got a pretty big back catalog on TikTok that like your following page is just like their videos for a while? Yeah. That's my experience.
2: Oh, Julia, I I (laughs) cannot like your videos anymore or it ruins my whole algorithm. That's fair. Like, you did like my FedEx one, though. I did, yes. <laughs> I'm still mad uh, at FedEx. Di- di- That one, I'm cool with, right? Like, I can get on the on the d- screw the mail delivery hate train for sure. Uh, I cannot, but but I do Save not want the mail though. I do not want my whole for you page to be ex Mormon content simply because I never was or will be a Mormon.
0: Well, and that's fine. I like. Accidentally got on ex and TikTok, and then I just fight people.
2: Because you, you like one video by by Julia Goes, <laughs> and it's it's over. It's over. It's your whole for uh, you page. Just like this is why the LDS Church is great. Well, this is why it's bad. And I'm like I
0: uh, I don't even get the I make those videos and I do not get X Mormon content. Like let me tell you because I don't watch I content I liked one
2: of your videos one time, and for that it was like oh man he likes this stuff. Oh, Somebody put so- him in the pile.
1: I've I've made it on to like youth group was was exclusively a bad experience, TikTok, which I don't think is necessarily true. I think it's more or less a...
0: So I disagree with a lot of the ex-Mormons. Not all of them. A lot of the ex-Mormons on TikTok. Because, and I think this is a thing with uh, people who are in high demand religions think that all religion is bad. And I disagree with that. I agree that some... Religious sects are bad. Um, I, th-
1: I think. I think the big thing that I've learned from from like my journey through faith is that like you still just have to think for yourself. Like you, you can be a part of a religious sect and you can be a part of. I mean, you should avoid things that are like overtly awful uh, and overtly hateful. But like, you still just have to think for yourself as a human being. You don't have to identify a hundred percent with every. Group that you're a part of.
0: Oh, well. And, and I think thinking yeah.
1: for yourself is, is in high demand right now, low, low stock.
0: Yeah. So growing up in a high demand religion or um, a cult like religion, I'm hesitant to say that word, but um, you are not allowed to think for yourself. And right. so a lot of people are just now. Uh, I left Mormonism years ago, um, officially left Mormonism last year, which was a whole thing. But like, so people leave that and they're automatically like, oh, all re- all religion is like that. I'm like, it's not though. Like, There are very accepting communities out there, regardless of whatever religion you believe in. Um, I know you guys have talked about being Christian and so I'm not Christian anymore. I don't disbelieve Christianity, but that's just not my path. But there's good, there are great Christian communities out there. Just the one I grew up in was not. But that doesn't make them all bad.
2: Right. I've recently gotten onto uh and this is a place I don't want to be on TikTok, but I've recently gotten onto like praise and worship drummer TikTok.
1: Oh, yeah. God. I'd I get never... praise and worship guitar mm-hmm. player. Praise and worship bands think it's the funniest thing in the world. They will die for this. If you can work in Star Wars into like a worship song. Yeah. yeah. Where like there's a guitar solo and all of a sudden you can be like, Neo, no, 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 They think that is the funniest thing in the world. So I saw this dude
2: who post and I shouldn't have done this, okay? But I was I was I was into the, the thing. Uh, a little bit. I saw this dude post this video where he was like drumming and ripping off this solo, and was clearly like part of a, a church band. He had, the, he had the cage. Yeah, he had the cage around him, and there's there's other people wailing out with their four thousand dollar guitars, and uh, On Sunday morning. And he had yeah. his he had his uh, in ear track like playing through it, yeah, as well, so you could hear the music director being like, "All right, Dave, take a solo." And the comment, the, 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 uh, the caption on the bottom was just like, just a little solo from church last Sunday. And so I commented and said, church.
1: Oh, man, you opened a can of worms there. <laughs> and boy, howdy, let me
2: tell you how many comments like, I don't understand why you'd hate on other Christians. You know, Peter said to dance like a fool in front of the Lord. Like, this is uh, just because your church doesn't have any fun doesn't mean other churches can't have fun.
1: He's right, you know.
2: Yeah, but, like, that's not – I – I nothing discourages free thinking to me more than those freaking uh, 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 Yeezy churches. I don't know. See
0: – Like, you, you mean,
2: took me to that one a, a couple times in college, and that was fucking Waters weird. Edge. Yeah.
1: Yeah, fucking was weird.
2: It's Because it's, it's just cultism dressed up in, in this package of liberalism.
1: Well, and what happens at those churches – and this is what frustrated me so much with them is – he would read a passage from like the message which is not the Bible or would read like one verse way out of context and this happens in a lot of churches this isn't just in the mega churches. or there would be sermons where he wouldn't even open the book yeah it'd be like man you have to pull from the text at least a little bit cite your sources 3 to 5 APA notation like I, I need at least a little bit otherwise there's no grounds for what you're telling me. There's no like if you're telling me to, we're following a moral code, you gotta give me the code.
0: I have nothing to add to this. I, yeah, I just
2: <laughs> don't like. I got on this, so I got on this, and I, I'm still getting these comments, like and 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 messages or whatever, like. Oh, if you
1: message me on TikTok, that's. Like that doesn't happen daily
2: and I, I don't get involved man like i have 200 followers like i don't get involved i am nobody okay so i said the word church because praise if and worship can't to me there's quotes there praise and worship music to me is not it's not you have to have something else involved um and that is to, to me only distracting from the message uh i don't go to church to go to a concert of bad music
1: it is it's so weird because it is not good isn't it
2: it's not good christian contemporary christian music
1: has a, it has a color to
2: it. It's never been good, right? Like, not, not Christian Rock. Not, like, not talking about Reliant K, okay? Because I would love to listen to, like, if you got up in church and were just like, I'm gonna play Be My Escape by Reliant K. <laughs> I would be like, heck yeah, God, let's go. But they're just like, you know, it's all Hillsong crap. And, and, and yeah, like, If We Are The Body by Casted Crown slaps for sure, but that's about the one song I could think of.
1: Casting Crown's got a couple
2: bangers. In no that doubt. genre, that 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 like it's not Christian rock, it's like we speak for the church music. Like we actively use the word Jesus too much.
1: Praise I don't know in I. the song. Yeah.
2: Uh, and that's just that's that doesn't have anything to do with church. Like I would if I'll go to Winter Jam if it comes back, sure, that's fine. I mean I won't, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, not but like, to but that? like that's crazy? How, I'm not gonna
2: go there on a Sunday morning and be like, "Yeah, what I want to hear right now is a ripping guitar solo."
1: <laughs> I want these guys to find a way to work Star anyway, Wars. Into- uh,
0: <laughs> anyway, one, so one let's, back, to yeah, Wonder back to Wonder, Wonder Woman. To Wonder let Wonder me Wonder tell Woman. you, let me tell you something that I got very upset about. Not about Wonder Woman, but the director of my all-time favorite movie's response to Wonder Woman pissed me off. James Cameron? Yeah, James Cameron did not have good things to say about Wonder Woman. He said that she was a sex symbol and that she was not a good feminist icon, and that his uh, Sarah Connor was the pinnacle of a feminist icon, and I just wanted to, I read that review and I wanted to punch him in the face.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, not Hippolyta, that's Antiope here, right? She's in the movie. What?
0: I just. Sarah uh, Connor
1: from Terminator is is Robin Wright in. Wonder Woman. Robin Wright is not Sarah Connor. I know she's not, but, like, the characters are similar, right? Am I. I haven't seen Terminator in
0: years. I did not pay enough
1: attention to that part.
0: I've never actually seen Terminator, but I just saw that that.
1: Sarah Connor oh man let me see if I can I'm gonna pretend that I remember the synopsis pretty well John Connor goes back in time to prevent the Terminators from being built or to win the war or something and has to meet Sarah Connor
0: because John Connor is the reason for yeah I'm I'm aware
1: Sarah Connor gives birth to her husband is what I'm trying to say that's gross yes yes that's what happens
0: Genetically, how does that... I don't want to think about that. That's creepy. Yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> They're
2: strange movies, but...
1: Terminator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, but like... And we all know that I'm a Titanic stan.
1: <laughs> we do know this, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think
2: James, James Cameron's ever spoken to a woman, though. Like,
0: I really don't think that he... I mean, he's married... I is feel like is Kate s-
1: Winslet a, a powerful feminist icon character in Titanic? Mm,
0: she's not not, but she's not, yes.
1: Mm, yes. Like, she. She challenges the status quo. That's something. Yeah,
0: she does challenge the status quo. I don't know, but she's still very. Mm, that's a There was never a doubt one. in my mind that Rose
2: was written by a man.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You can tell that she was written by someone who thinks they know what a strong woman is, but doesn't. I guess that's what I was saying. I think
1: this movie's got a lot of, I mean, obviously powerful messages for for young women and, and older women. I think where there's only one part where Patty Jenkins is like, this is a feminist movie. And it's when they're in the boat and they're talking about pleasure and how men are unnecessary for pleasure and I was like ah yes the feminist agenda here it is
0: (laughs) well and like okay it is not an in your face feminist movie at all and it wasn't meant to be and (laughs) the arguments I've been getting on TikTok is like well Wonder Woman was so much better these are always from you know white men TM right um they're like well wonder woman was a much better superhero movie than captain marvel and i'm like they're like oh they should have taken out the feminist uh tones for captain marvel and i'm like then you lose the movie dummy
1: <laughs> right like there's there's like, this that's the clear whole... overt theme right yeah. That carol doesn't need Marvel.
0: no screw him punch him in the face <laughs>
1: And that man has been has been containing the power of Marvel the entire time. On one hand... Spoiler alert for Captain Marvel, I suppose. Oh my god, it's Amelia Pond.
0: Oh yeah, she's been hanging out. I did out. not know
2: she was just sitting behind you.
0: Yeah, like, while y'all were... Since I know this is going to be on video, while y'all have been, like, just <laughs> talking about stuff that I have no say in, I've just been like because <laughs> she was over there for a little bit.
2: Gotcha. Um,
0: <laughs> it's a very comfy couch. Yeah,
2: I do. I do want to make it abundantly clear that my opinion on this movie does not matter
0: <laughs> at all.
2: The fact that I did not love, that, I love this as a superhero movie does not matter and should not matter to anyone. Uh, it, it. It's. It's. It does it. It's not important. Okay. Like, I come on and say these things because that's what the show is. Mm-hmm. My opinion of this movie is not important. I like the last thing I want to do is take this movie, especially, away from literally anybody. If you thought this was the greatest superhero movie ever to exist, because you grew up loving Wonder Woman, and 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 you finally saw yourself in a superhero on screen, that's the only job this movie has, and it succeeded.
0: Yeah, and I think, I think it did so much more than just that for women. No, absolutely, and women's yeah. roles. In superhero movies, because uh, I think I mentioned this earlier, without Wonder Woman, you don't have Captain America. Without that, you don't have... You don't have Captain Marvel. (laughs) That's what I meant. You do super have Captain America. (laughs) You super have Captain America. Without Wonder Woman, you don't have Captain Marvel. Without Wonder Woman, you don't have WandaVision.
1: Well, and you have Um, to even zoom out a little bit more, right? Without mm -hmm. Iron Man and Captain America the First Avenger, Mm -hmm. you don't have you definitely don't have Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor Ragnarok or, you know, these sort of interesting, unique directors' takes on the superhero genre. You don't get to get to those points without having Patty Jenkins make Wonder Woman.
0: Right, so having Patty Jenkins make Wonder Woman...
1: Having female directors make superhero films, you know?
0: Yeah, because they there are so few female directors getting big movies. And it's so fr- so you see Patty Jenkins make Wonder Woman, which was a huge movie. And that is such a powerful thing for a for many women, but like I work in a male dominated field. The job that I have now is the first time I've had female co-workers. Oof. <laughs> in my 12 years in this field.
2: Patty Jenkins, I believe, was the first woman to direct a movie that costs more than $100 million. I believe like, so. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, she, and it's she is also still, I think, the only woman to direct a superhero movie by herself.
0: Yeah, which is frustrating. Because <laughs> Captain
2: Marvel apparently needed a co-director. And it suffers for it.
0: Yeah. I think... Yeah. I, because I think that you can't... With Captain Marvel... And there are valid criticisms of Captain Marvel. And I have valid... Like, I have criticisms of Captain Marvel. But... I think if you took away a male co-director, it's a better movie. Yes, hundred
1: percent agree. Yeah,
0: because the stuff that people wrongly complain about, I think would have been better if a female was, if a woman was like, uh, "Honey, no, well, that's what happens." And so the one,
2: the benefit that that Wonder Woman gets that Captain Marvel does not is that like Wonder Woman doesn't have to really do anything for other stories. Like Wonder Woman doesn't have to be anything right it doesn't have no it doesn't have five more movies laying on top of it and it's not setting on top of 18 it, to 20 movies being like
0: and it this has to puzzle piece in here well, there and it didn't everywhere come, it didn't come in between two of the biggest movies of all right. time which was infinity war and endgame
1: Right, right, and, and yeah so the, the pressure on Captain Marvel to be like, let's get this first time superhero director and, and writing team in here to write and create a character that like we've established characters, like everybody just watched T'Challa die everybody just watched, you know, all these great characters die and we're left with the with the big six who we've been watching for 13 years like, it, it's such a a challenge, and I think I think I mean I've always been hot on Captain Marvel. I love that movie, uh, but yeah, it's it's got hurdles that.
0: Yeah, there's it had issues that it needed to jump through that I don't think was done well. But I also don't think that Marvel could have come out with Captain Marvel any earlier. Well, and here's no, and they the rushed it
2: too. They they made that very they clear. They and, and here's they the other thing it, is and
0: then...
1: if if the character they were introducing had the clout off screen of a Spider-Man or a Superman or a Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman you would have a much harder time selling me on this is the most powerful character in this universe
0: so (laughs) Captain Marvel isn't the most powerful character in that universe though
1: no it's Scarlet Witch right
0: currently I just don't know why this
2: argument matters though like
0: I I don't know why it matters either but for whatever reason, it does, and um, so one of the comments I got on these TikToks, because somebody was like, well, Wonder Woman did so much better and didn't get as much backlash, and I was like, <laughs> Wonder Woman absolutely got backlash. You read some of the critic like critical reviews from people within the movie industry, it absolutely got backlash but also it's a completely different story than Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel came out from the MCU, which people expected, had certain expectations for the MCU. With the DCEU, your expectations were on the floor. Right. <laughs> like, Be better
1: wh- than Suicide Squad. Even the DCEU didn't like Batman vs. Superman, or not Batman, <laughs> <but> Justice League.
0: <laughs> so, they are re-releasing then I, it yeah. with a different director. <laughs> like, I went and watched Justice League after I watched Wonder Woman and my expectations were like, still on the floor um, when they like, play the oh.
1: Wonder Woman theme in Justice League I get chills
0: so the only um, reason why I watched Justice League was because of Wonder Woman and I think a lot of people that was why they went and watched Justice League is because you yeah. knew that there was going to be this introduction of Wonder Woman and yeah but like Wonder Woman as a movie I don't think needs to be in the DCEU like, it doesn't have to be. It's a standalone movie. Um, even if you just watch that Wonder Woman 1984, they don't correspond with the other movies, uh, which I think is a good thing. And even so much so that Patty Jenkins made the decision to not have an end credit scene. She's the one who made that decision. She's like, no, this is the end of the story. Oh. It doesn't need to go into the DCEU. And I was like, good for you. And they,
1: they do have the Bruce Wayne thing at the beginning and the end.
0: Uh, I mean it's the picture yeah and she
1: writes the email yeah, that's it's like, fr-
0: but that's like really the only Yeah, you could do that without it being a part of the DC like you right. could take this movie and Wonder Woman 1984 which I think would have been better without anyway I could get into my complaints of Wonder Woman 1984 but you could take those two movies completely out of the DCEU and it makes sense Yes, I don't think they need to be in the DCEU I don't think they should be in the DCEU I think they will
1: take them out of the DCEU I think they'll be like the Wonder Woman from Batman vs Superman is just Gal Gadot playing a different character
0: Yeah, but but then you have the issue with Captain Marvel where you have a very in depth well done universe the expectations were completely different and for some reason people didn't like Brie Larson before the movie even came out
1: I, I think people haven't seen Room I think is what happened yeah nobody's seen that movie Ooh.
0: which I get I it's hard it's, to watch it's yeah. such a hard movie to watch I think that's an important movie too People and shows like a different type of strength for people and I think that is a very important movie so uh, listeners go watch that movie if you can it's, it's important you might only be able to watch it the, once though the problem I'm hearing is that a lot of the actors don't like Brie Larson that's actually false I don't think it is um, maybe some of them. I'm sure not all of them get along. They can't all get along. I think it, it was That's Anthony Mackie people.
1: and her had an issue, right?
0: I've, I, I don't. I've
2: heard too many separate reports with too many separate people to think that it is like a coincidence at this point. And this is not
0: specific to the MCU either. Like, um, maybe. I'm, I don't know. And I don't know. It depends on why they don't like her. Because if they don't like her because she's. Uh, hold on let me think of my words properly because she's a bitch she comes off that way like i don't think that's a valid criticism because i also come off that way i think it just depends i think if you're rude to
1: people people are allowed to not like you yeah i I don't have an issue with that
0: uh Uh, yeah that's not what i was trying to say but yeah no i I, yeah I think it just depends. I don't know why
1: people don't like her. That's the
0: thing, yeah. I don't know why, and I'm sure it's not everybody, because her and Samuel L. Jackson seem to have a pretty good relationship.
1: Well, and, like, I think there's also, behind the screen, if you've been working with the same actors for 12 years, you're probably pretty tight, and then they bring in someone who's supposed to be a main character. It's like, I don't know about this.
0: Yeah, because I think it... Because they also brought in Tom Holland as well but tom holland's like a puppy
1: yeah everybody loves tom holland also tom holland is playing spider-man we gotta remember like spider-man is the only marvel character
0: that matters (laughs) i'm not not i'm not talking about like spider-man or like bringing him into i mean like as a cast member like bringing no i know he's like a puppy i think that's and that's like you see in the interactions they like treat him and this is not like a bad thing. Like I'm not trying to like degrade Tom so, Holland. I think he's like, adorable. But like he's like a Labrador. He's just cute and adorable, and like, I like him. I want he's fun to watch. I want a st-
2: not a bitch I want a thing with him and Anthony Mackie together because their chemistry oh. is my favorite. In like oh. off screen, <laughs> where they just keep, they keep getting back and forth each other in <laughs> interviews. And Tom Holland will be like, "Oh, I haven't seen the uh, the Falcon. Oh, right, because there isn't one. There isn't a Falcon movie. Sorry, I didn't. I forgot." <laughs>
0: I like that. And then also, uh, the interview, so for, I think, Infinite? No, it must have been Endgame. They had Benedict Cumberbatch, like, babysitting him. Because <laughs> they did every interview together. And I was like, oh. They're, I thought their relationship was cute. I can
2: imagine him, like, Tom Holland going to spoil something and Benedict just being like, Thomas.
0: You oh, stop that right? in some of the interviews. You
2: stop that right now.
0: <laughs> um Thomas! I I was <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> oh, no, there and I like I just I think that yeah, you bring somebody in that late in the game after however many years, there's bound to be some tension.
2: Yeah, Captain Marvel definitely had its issues. Uh, I did love it. I saw it in theaters twice. I did love it. I have not seen it since then and I've had absolutely no desire to watch it, which scares me a little bit.
0: Oh I have like it so it is quite literally it is a woman's power fantasy movie. Yeah. It's like a lot of men didn't like it, which is fine. Wasn't made for them. How many white men power fantasy movies are there? All of them, all of them. Yeah, yeah I plenty. want. I want Captain Marvel. I want Monica Rambeau to get a power fantasy movie so that black women have that. I want
1: you, I, mean, I Do you kinda want Jude Law to punch you in the face? I mean, I wouldn't say no.
0: I mean, I would punch Jude Law in the face happily. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I hate him, but because like I feel like he'd let me.
2: <laughs> He's so kind. <laughs>
1: He's so
2: if This You'd is really like, what you need to do. Can, I okay, like... I can. We can. We can make that happen. Yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> but like, um, like <sighs> Thanks, if a man if a man tells me to smile, I do want to punch that man in the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the best thing about wearing masks is nobody tells me I'd be prettier if I smiled. Um,
1: gosh, he. <laughs> I just don't have that experience, which is like, I cannot imagine what it would be like to be a woman for a day. The amount of things that, that women go through that men can't fathom is, I mean, the list isn't...
2: Right, it's like, I, I, I'm not even close to being there because I cannot fathom putting myself in the position of a man who would say that to a woman.
0: And right? that's because like, you are a decent like, human
2: being I'm so far removed from any part Of that conversation that it is just Anytime that happens anytime I hear that happens It's so bonkers to me not because I don't believe The woman but because it's, it's hard for me to Believe that like there are other Male human beings out there that do those Things constantly to Strangers
0: Well, like Oh you I, should look at some of the comments I get about My nose ring right Oh, God. oh I've some seen no- some of them Yeah, oh, yeah. awful the, like, because I have my nose pierced, I get talked down to like I'm not... They're like, oh, you'd be prettier without it. And I'm like, mm, I don't care about really your not really up to opinions. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not attracted to old white men. Thank you. Like, Bye.
2: I couldn't even say something that online, let alone say it to another stranger in the line at 7-Eleven. Right? Like, right? It's so well, crazy like, to me. I,
1: I think about, like, my wife is pregnant right now. That's insane. Can't imagine doing that. But she also is like sick all the time and she'll like throw up five to ten times a day if i throw up once i'm down for the count i am so weak and useless my wife is powerful and amazing and your
0: wife i want to be friends with you can tell her i said that would like to be friends with her it feels like a
2: little bit of a false equivalency though like i think if you throw up 10 times a day you would just like eventually develop a tolerance (laughs) a little bit like I don't think you do, man. I
0: don't know. see like and I, I think I don't know. I've never <sighs> nope back up. I've never had a baby,
1: no way, oh my but gosh. i
0: have I have been pregnant um and I, the, I was very sick, and it was not fun for me, yeah <laughs> at all, um, so I can't imagine having to go through that for longer than I did, um.
1: So this, Emily's coming up on her 17th month on Earth like this. This was the entire first pregnancy, and now it's this entire pregnancy. Yeah,
0: that's terrible. Yeah, I by, by yeah. mean
2: am I trying to say that your wife is not strong and powerful? I was specifically talking about you, Tyler Carlin, if you started <laughs> vomiting 10 times a day, like I think you would eventually you personally would find a way to just sort of
1: deal with exist. It. I don't think I I would I think I would be just insufferable constantly
0: I hate throwing up it's like my least favorite thing oh same
2: but I throw up like the world's ending
0: I will refuse you think it's the the bathtub (laughs) what no I don't (laughs) I-
1: there's a story of you at your parents' house I, did, I threw up in the out bathtub one, one time
2: because I, I- I- couldn't get the toilet open <laughs> I was so drunk and I couldn't figure out how to get the toilet open
1: I remember- I oh. remember there was a story where, like, you woke up in your own vomit in the bathtub <laughs> That's not this, true. Is this not real? No. Is the, okay. No. I, could, I mean, I could be making this up. No, no, no,
2: no, um. But, like, if, even- even if I'm just sick, like, I throw up so violently that, like, all the blood vessels will pop in my face And I look like I got like, like I went 10 rounds of Conor McGregor, like, and my body hurts for three days. Like my whole stomach area, region of the muscles in my stomach.
0: I hate throwing up. Like to the point, I will force myself not to, to the point it's like, I know logically I'd probably feel better if I did throw up, but like, I just can't do it.
2: Um, (laughs) yeah it depends on how bad I'm feeling for sure
0: sometimes I'll just Um, give into
2: it and be like "Ah, sweet
0: release oh with the with the COVID vaccine uh yeah no I did did, there was no choice (laughs) (laughs) no choice but I made it we made it to the toilet and like I'm proud of that moment but like I was fighting it for so long and then it just hit I was like oh we have to move now (laughs)
2: My argument with the vomiting thing is, like, I have debilitating migraines. I have since I was, like, five.
1: Uh, And now they're not debilitating?
2: Well, I mean, they are. But, like, I I have just sort of learned to exist alongside them. Right. Where I'm usually not sidelined. To the point where, like... And I've told this story before, but to the point where, like... (laughs) i had to argue and i had to get my i had to call my mom when i was in middle school because i had a prescription medication for my migraines and my my uh middle school nurse would not give me the medication because she didn't believe that i had a migraine and she like reported me to the school for drug seeking behavior and i was like i'm 12 i just want to go back to history class about
1: roanoke what's what's up what dope sick is about roanoke man kids our age were doing drugs i mean yeah yeah
0: kid uh, a kid from our graduating class died of an overdose like right after graduation so i feel like though like if you my at least the migraine medicine i've been on that's not what you take for like yeah no it was not like an opiate high (laughs) yeah yeah I'm like, my migraine medicine does the same thing that Benadryl does, in that you can't have a migraine if you're just not conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my,
2: my, my migraine medication was just like, basically it was prescription strength Excedrin. Like, it was, it was Tylenol plus caffeine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm just like, I'm just trying to go back to, to I don't want to lay down in your office for the rest of the day and sleep it off. I want to go back to band class. I want to go learn about World War I. Yeah, I want to go learn, please. And she's just like, I can't give you this medication. You don't have a migraine She's like, I have migraines, and I know how migraines work. And I'm like...
0: Oh my gosh, I hate people like that. I'm sorry for being stronger
2: than you. Like, I don't know what you you want.
0: Like, you know how your migraines work. So, I have, uh, my whole family has migraines. Because apparently, I got the genetic lottery of that. Because both my dad, my mom, and then my younger brother have migraines. And I didn't start getting them until I was like, until I got a TBI. But I get them now. And like, my mom can like power through a migraine. She's like, I've had a migraine for four days and I've gone to work. And I'm like, I'm sorry, mother.
1: Yeah. Must be nice being you
0: and your amazing resolve. Yeah. I'll Um, I'll do that sometimes for sure. I mean, I've done it. Because if it's not bad enough that like, because if I have to take migraine medicine, I can't drive.
1: Do you know when female comedians go out and they're like, "Have you heard of this man cold?" And they talk about like weak-willed white men when they get like the sniffles become oh, useless. The man
2: cold is real. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, that's me with any. Pro- if I have like a sore knee, that's a man cold. Like, I'm
2: not. I'm not going to sit here and defend the way that men act when they have the man cold. But the man cold is a genetic deficit of being a man.
1: <laughs> when you it is our only when downfall when you as
2: a as a white man are sick it is the worst thing that's ever happened in the entire world and your your brain is incapable of thinking about it otherwise right like there is there has never been a tragedy greater than the, than the cold that you have right <laughs> it's, it's then Right. <laughs> I'm
1: stuffy! And it's
2: like, you don't, you don't uh, want to feel like that. You you don't want to, like, ask the, the, the strong, beautiful uh, woman in your life to grab you a Gatorade because you're dying. Right? Like, you don't want
1: to feel like this. But you're incapable of doing anything else. Like, we don't want to be this way. I also want to... This is my challenge. This is what I've been trying to learn for myself, is... How do I harness this awful feeling and develop from it empathy so that when somebody else is sick, I can care for them properly and really go out of my way for them.
0: Okay, so with caring people for who are sick, it totally depends on the person, just to let you know. So, like, me personally, leave me alone. I do not want to be, like, bring me Gatorade and that's it. Um, which I my mom I'm, understands. I'm really <laughs> trying
1: to help the, the, the humans that live in my house. Oh, yeah, dude. so,
0: like, it really just <laughs> depends on who it is. Like, for me personally... If you could just bring me meds and gatorade and then just leave me alone that's how i want to be taken care of i know some people are not like that my dad does not understand that he will bother me consistently when i'm sick and i'm like please just leave me alone i just want to die in my bed alone. I, when i i
2: recently house sat for tyler and i got so sick while i was
1: Did there you spell your last name wrong hold on Oh no, I get it. Never mind. So Go I lost.
2: <laughs> First of all, the E's are, are threes because I've lost both of my E's from this set, and I, I don't know where the because it, it has two of each letter, right? Right. And I don't know where I the like D's went. Not. I don't know where the other D went because I attached to one of the D's to to make the and for the bacon and eggs. Uh, so I I, yeah, I don't know where the other D is. Um, no, I got so sick when I was at Tyler's house, and I was like, I got I have nothing here. Like I showed up last night, uh. And I have, like, nothing here to, like, help myself. I don't have to Gatorade or anything. Because I was, like, dying and dehydrated and throwing up and, and and awful. And I had been sick all night and had the worst headache. And I'm like, wait a minute. There is a pregnant woman that lives here. And I opened <laughs> the fridge and reached the back and just grabbed a Pedialyte. Because I, I, my yeah. brain immediately knew it was in there. And I was like, this is what I wanted. Super Gatorade. Like, this is what I needed right <laughs> now. Pedialyte is the
0: bomb. Oh yeah. Like, I, I love, hate
1: it. I cannot drink it. Oh, oh it's so Dude, bad. it is it
2: I is God's go gift it to is, man.
0: It is the best thing for when you are dehydrated. As someone who is chronically dehydrated because I don't know how to drink water, Pedialyte is the best thing. And I also drink too much alcohol probably. When I was
1: still living in Newport News. On your podcast
0: about drinking alcohol. <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> I'm drinking- Hell yeah! That's alcohol. I thought that was a Red Bull. <laughs> no, well, I was drinking a Red Bull. So this is, oh my gosh, so this is a company called Two Chicks. Oh, this is the wine. Do, the,
2: the, oh, not the wine in a can. The uh, cocktail in a can thing. Yeah. Yes,
0: and they're really good. So the last time I went to the, uh, the liquor store, I bought. I spent seventy five dollars to buy every <laughs> single product that they had from this company because A, I want to support them, and B, they're tasty. But they're not like super alcoholic. Yeah, we're they're five, it's 5% alcohol. Like I'm not getting it. It's Sunday morning.
1: This. We call that brunch here.
0: It's 11:45. It's Okay. I waited till after to If I to start if drinking. I had gone
2: to church I would have already been drinking.
0: See, I didn't get wine at church, so Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, from the time I was like 10 <laughs>
1: If you give me grape juice at your church, I'm going somewhere else next week. That's all there is to it. Facts. Oh, we got we
0: got water. (laughs) If you (laughs) water,
1: here's a soggy cracker.
0: (laughs) Oh no, it's bread. So you got bread and water. That's such a bold interpretation of the blood of Christ. Um, Be like Jesus turned water to wine. He'll do it for you too. (laughs) Well, you forget that I was part of a religion that very much uh, had laws like religious laws against drinking alcohol. Sure, yeah, Mm. but you're the first Mormon I've talked
2: to, ex-Mormon I've talked to that actually told me about the ins and outs of communion there.
1: (laughs) I didn't know they did communion, to be honest with you. It's
0: called sacrament for them, but it is communion. Oh, yeah, see, I was Catholic.
2: We got a bunch of those.
0: Yeah, um, I've been to a total of two Catholic services, but both of them were for funerals, Ah. so I don't know how accurate that is to normal. We call them masses
1: yeah mass it's, like, it's, you, it's a different like,
0: word for everything in the Catholic church the,
1: the, the sermon drives me nuts you call it a homily. homily yeah what a stupid name <laughs> for it
0: so the only time I really studied Catholic masses was uh, because I was a music major and um
1: it's huge La May yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's actually a really big part of music yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I know that part. Yeah, that's the, the whole it.
2: the whole mass has a score that you can use. Yeah, like top to
0: And there's bottom. different depending on what type of mass it yes. is. Yes,
1: bacon I and eggs you know is that. about to to <laughs> devolve. The upcoming episode on <laughs> bacon and eggs: we cover the Passion of the Christ, <laughs> the, the Passion of the Christ, <laughs> no. and the Da Vinci Code in the same episode.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I do like the Da Vinci no, Code. That though. movie's I, was, Yeah, that's 100%. a good one. Yeah, uh, good one. that was
2: one of those. That, that was one of those things. Passion's where like, good too. When I grew up in church they were like don't read the Vinci code it's 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 a sin and then all of a sudden my grandmother was reading it for her church book club and i was like okay so maybe it's not a sin
0: so my my reading dad isn't a sin um <laughs> my i guess like so like that's a full series but also dan jones i guess writes a lot of books Dan brown yeah that's what i meant yeah dan jones is my favorite historian dan and brown i, I have a,
2: does write a bunch of I books have a and his other books are garbage <laughs>
0: Well, my dad likes them. Oh, they're dad—they're white
2: dad books for sure.
0: My dad is, in fact, yeah, a white they're, dad. they're like it's like <laughs> Robert Ludlum
2: or uh, James Patterson or any of those like I write spy novels. Yeah, so spy my novels.
0: dad, my dad read a lot of those, and so we had them in the house. And I read the Da Vinci Code before the movie came yeah. out because I was oh yeah, it was huge. Yeah. It was a it was bestseller. Yeah, yeah. And I like, it didn't bother me. Even as like an uber Mormon, I was like, Oh uh, yeah, no,
2: no fiction written about the Catholic Church has ever bothered me ever. Like, it is fascinating to me when they make that stuff.
0: I just like fiction. Yeah, same books. I like books. I'm impressed that you guys are reading how you guys are reading because I'm over here like um I've read 3 days in a row according to my I'm, Kindle app.
1: What? There you go. 30, That's progress. 34 and a half is how many have? Maybe I'm 35. On, I'm on 22 or 23. So I'm I'm behind a lot, but I'm still very proud. Of have, my I goal have, is to-
2: I have worked very hard over the last week and a half to claw back the advantage that Beccatini developed because I want to read some longer books and I need to like catch back up before I can do that good news for anybody watching along at home
1: Eni is about to start a new job where she will be in training for six months which means no audiobooks at work which means we all have a chance to not lose Uh, Becca's gonna have to get a new job Yeah, Becca's Becca's gonna have
2: to get a desk job where she can't read while she drives
0: oh yeah but also I went to Barnes & Noble
2: and bought $100 worth of paper books so that I can just like because I can read with my eyes faster than, than somebody can can read into my ears.
0: I've yeah, discovered. so I, I have the Kindle Unlimited, which yep. is $10 a month, and you can just check out books. But so, like, my problem, though, is I read a lot of nonfiction. I read a lot of nonfiction, which is You, just, don't, say. you don't say. You strike like,
1: me as a nonfiction reader. <laughs> you make
0: a <it> nonfiction <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're not trying to make... Um, so what am I... Actually, like, what I'm listening... What am I listening to right now? We've totally delved completely crazy, but what am.
1: Well, once we grab what no, you are am listening. listening to right I'm now.
0: listening to The Last Days of the Romanovs right now.
1: Hmm. What is that? What's it about? The Last uh, Days of the Romanovs.
0: The Last Days of the Romanovs. <laughs> it's about the Romanov uh, family's time at Ekaterinburg, the house of special purpose where they were assassinated.
1: Horrifying. That's scary. I don't like people getting hurt uh speaking of the Romanovs, some- real
2: quick I do want to say uh, uh 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 what is her name that is directing freaking uh Kate shortland that's directing uh black uh black widow the Mar- Marvel's first uh female solo female directed uh superhero movie uh it's got a lot riding on it um for that reason is that like they didn't give her a white man to tell her what to do. Um, I mean, Kevin Feige was certainly there. <laughs> sure, right, but she she got to direct the movie. Um, right. Also, I do want to say that all co-directors are bad always. Just just let um, for better or worse, let let one person do it. <laughs> well, let's let's wrap on
1: Wonder uh, Woman. Okay, do it. Do it. Okay. Coward. I need I need the listener score, but wrapping our uh, scores from us, these are not correct, so I have to delete them. <laughs> uh i gave this an 86 our guest gave it an 82 ethan gave it a 59 rotten tomatoes gave it a 93 metacritic gave it a 77 and i did all of those from memory i think they're correct um I have no idea what the listener score is going to be. There's a pretty wide range and just looking at listener reviews, uh, which if you want your listener score included, you can get a num- numerical score by joining our Facebook group. We ask for reviews the day we review the movies or the day before. Um, and then if you want like a blurb review, that's for our patrons. So you can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs, sign up for the $3 tier that gets you into our discord server where you can, uh, score movies so you can also just hang out with everybody. It's a great place. Um, it's fun, I enjoy it. looking at the reviews for this film, I won't say it was binary black and white. every female listener loved this movie. every male listener disliked it uh because there is a, a healthy mix and plenty in the like seventy to eighty range um but the positive reviews from our female listeners who liked this movie to me show so much the importance of representation in especially this super genre of superhero cinema. Uh, And I I really, really like that this exists. I did see there was some criticism on, like, what saves her being, like, falling in love with the first man that she meets. But I think, like, I I, I hear you there. I don't think every movie needs to be, like, an Arrow Ace film.
0: Okay, so let me tell you why I like that. So, there's a trope in uh, superhero movies, specifically in comic books, called fridging a character... Which uh-huh. is normally woman exists to die to make man strong.
1: So you like that we're flipping that on its head? Yes. Except he doesn't die. I like that too. He does. Yeah, he does. But he does. If he doesn't.
0: he yeah, definitely he does.
1: dies. Nope.
0: He one hundred percent comes dies. back in the next movie. He comes Not back in another really, human's
1: body. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> doesn't matter.
1: Not dead. He definitely dies. Not dead.
0: Well, so he, he was. He died.
1: also he if he's gonna be jesus he has to come back
0: (laughs) why is he what
1: because he comes back that's why
0: uh yeah i don't know Uh -uh. i have lots of thoughts about wonder woman 1984
1: yeah so chris pines (laughs) character in, in wonder Woman 1984 is problematic
0: there's lots of problems with this character in 1984 because he comes back in somebody else's body who like has a life presumably and they just do
1: stuff to his body
0: yeah and I'm like that I don't feel like that's appropriate yeah I feel like that's bad and there's no Um, reason
1: for them to do that at all
0: no there's I have issues with that I'm like sure bring him back because of like do I think they should have brought him back no I also think that I wanted something that happened like in the 30s or 40s because that and they also. Oof, I have lots of thoughts of Wonder Woman. They messed to tell up the me, whole story of life. You mean
1: to tell me the title WW two wouldn't have worked? There wasn't any historical events that could have matched that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. Of course. <laughs> well, Ares- I do. I like. I do think that they probably shouldn't. I do agree with not doing a World War Two movie. There's a lot of them. I think we don't need anymore. I'm good with. I'm good with pausing the World War Two movies for now. Like. We can pull back on. All this. right, I've got I a
1: Lister score. I think there would have been flack for from somebody if the Israeli Gal Gadot saved or fought or something. Something related to Jews. There would have been there would have been a problem there.
2: There's already enough of a problem there.
1: Yeah. Uh but I, I have no idea what it would be and I'm not going to provide any commentary on that. Nope. I've got a Lister score. Uh, all right, I'm right. There's an 81.9, so an 82. 82. Okay. No. So reviewing again one more time, Tyler 86, Ethan 59, Rotten Tomatoes 93, Metacritic 77, Listeners 82, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, I'm sorry, not Rotten Tomatoes audience, Julia 82. Uh, That gives us a 78.65, which is a 79, which puts it between Princess Diaries and Cinderella. Man, we are getting uh, (laughs) a weird female-led little block here because that's below EZA. Uh, <laughs> uh. but that is, how about sitting in 18th on our big board? 18th of 24. Okay. Neat.
2: So Julia, tell All us about right. your show. Tell us about what you do. Tell us about where to find you.
0: Sure. So, um, as mentioned, I am a, I host a podcast called Unsobered, uh, badass women of history and literature where I talk about uh, different women throughout history. So far it's been all but one has been historical. I did just release uh, the most recent episode that I released was with Isaac Carlson. We talked about Astrid from How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, My podcast comes out every other Friday because I do a lot of research for every single one of those podcasts and it's just too much to do every week. You can find my podcast on all socials at, at @unsoberedpod. pod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and I guess TikTok on at Julia Goes Texas. Yeah, that's that's it. That's you. I that's me.
2: Ironically. Well, now that you don't live in Texas anymore.
0: <laughs> I I have a Texas tattoo that counts. I mean for that's something, fair. right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when we were talking about New England earlier, she was like, I can't do that. Whatever you just did, I can't do that. I
2: like, people here, my,
0: my maintenance guy at my apartment complex has like a Boston accent and they talk really fast and I'm just like, I don't understand a word you're saying.
1: Oh, uh. <sighs> This is Bacon and Eggs. Bacon and Eggs is a proud member of WBNE, which is a podcast network dedicated to just, you know, forging community among podcasters and helping them grow and forging community with listeners. And we're almost entirely audience-driven, so if you like this show or any of the shows on the network, be sure to check out their corresponding Patreon page and go to WBNE.org to check out all the shows that we have. Uh, Everything on the website is up to date. That doesn't mean there things are not going to add, but it's currently up to date, which I'm very proud of. Uh, so thank you for listening to Bacon and Eggs. Ethan, do you want to do the and all that well, stuff? Speaking
2: of WB&E, this show is brought to you by Perspective Z, uh, which is the podcast that we're plugging this week. And here's a trailer for them right now.
1: That's a fascinating show. Do You know how many podcasts hosted by Gen Z talk have you about. Have ever wondered what Gen perspe- Z is like, thinking? while like
0: half the how many people was in Gen Z have iPods? three years of podcasting experience? Up to these Very few. Days. Well then you should check Very out our few. podcast Perspective. And they do. They do. Posted it's so cool. It's Rachel. so much fun. Me, go listen to the show. Katrina.
2: Go hear them talk about everything discussed. you don't know about because you're old.
0: And everything in between. Yeah, get your, and your and side you part in your skinny GMC jeans. And... Ladies <laughs> trying to figure out our I think
1: I, I think that trend has <laughs> passed. Like I think we're over that news now. News. Thank God. I also <laughs> do know that there's like
0: why do you care what a 16 year old says? It's
1: like ah, because I thought I was still internet. They're mean.
0: There's nothing scary
1: that a group of teenagers. Do you remember when TOOLS. we were a group of teenagers and we would walk into the store at the mall and we'd be like, why don't they like us? We're very respectful. And it was because we had like $10 in our pocket and we just giggled at everything on the shelf.
2: And they're across the street like, look at that guy. He has feminine <laughs> hips. What? It's a John Mulaney John Mulaney. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, oh. There is nothing scarier than a group of 12-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, true, anyway, uh,
2: this is Bacon and Eggs. Our graphics are by Veshon Brand and graphite.vmb right. on Instagram. Our music is by Andrew Scott Bell, Andrew Scott Bell uh, For more information and more podcasts, go to wbne.org. And this has been another episode of Bacon and Eggs. I've been Ethan Edge hill He's been Tyler Carlin. She's been Julia Kendall. Until next time, Ariadne Archie.
1: Ares, the god of war.
0: This has been a WBNE production. For more great shows, visit WBNE.org.